Welcome to Sports Mad Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. We hope everybody had a good August while we took some time off from the podcast for paternity leave and to enjoy the summer. As we turn our eyes to the most recent post, we had one post this week on sportsmedres.org. That's R-E-S dot O-R-G. In this post, we highlighted a study where the authors reported that lighting conditions could influence urine color scoring. If we take a closer look at this post, we find that the authors completed a laboratory study to compare the impact of different light conditions on urine color scoring. During the study, three experienced research technicians evaluated over 170 urine samples. They used a seven-color urine color chart and two different scoring techniques under four lighting conditions. The researchers then calculated the median urine color score for each sample using data from the three technicians. All samples came from a healthy athletic population. The four lighting conditions were overhead halogen light, overhead fluorescent light, LED panel, and LED flashlight, which was the brightest. The researchers scored samples using two different techniques. The first involved holding the sample over the urine color chart, and the second involved looking at the sample next to a urine color chart from a standardized distance and angle. They then evaluated all samples under all conditions and compared them to urine-specific gravity using a refractometer. The authors found that the lighting conditions impacted the urine color evaluation. Readers tended to report darker shade scores and lower lighting conditions, specifically the overhead halogen or fluorescent lights, than the brighter LED lighting conditions. For example, the best cutoff value for urine color scores were four out of seven for fluorescent light conditions, while a cutoff of three was better for the other conditions. The LED light conditions offered the most accurate results. More specifically, the false positive rate for poor hydration status was 21 to 28% for LED light conditions, but it went up to 31 to 37% for fluorescent or halogen light conditions. Another way to think about this was a reader was more likely to incorrectly indicate someone had a normal hydration status during the light LED light conditions than the lower light conditions. Ultimately, the authors demonstrated here that lighting conditions can impact how people score urine color. A reader is more likely to report a false positive in rooms with less brightness and less likely to report a false negative. Readers were slightly more accurate when using a LED flashlight from underneath the sample. Interestingly, the authors also noted that clinicians might need to consider light brightness and light color. Fluorescent and halogen lighting had low light brightness, but the best cutoff score for determining hydration status was similar 
between halogen and LED lights, which avoid green to yellow color tones associated with fluorescent lights. If we look at this paper from a clinical perspective, it highlights that clinicians who use urine color to assess urine concentration should be aware that the conditions in which they assess urine color may impact their assessments. Clinicians who rely on color analysis should standardize their evaluation process and consider using a simple LED flashlight. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post was a paper where the authors concluded that hip abductor strength deficit was a risk factor for inversion ankle sprain. This finding could be useful for the prevention of inversion ankle sprains in male collegiate soccer players. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, please check out our nine online evidence-based practice courses that are available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries and the courses and the article on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We'll be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay well.